Welcome back to a bunch of unnicest teenagers teaching you how to live your life. I'm your host, your personal therapist. Excuse me, Brian Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we all make our own mistakes. And join with We're me. Tired. Join with me as always. We're all human. Andrew. Hi, world. Mm, I'm not usually who goes next, but Michaela. Uh, uh, Jackie and, and my frog, Carl. And I'm Miguel Salazar. And I'm a very fun and strangely appearing guest, Erin Nicole. My uh, wife. Yes, they are both correct. I'm not telling you how. Or why. Anyways, the point is, this, this episode will focus purely on us. How we got here. How we know this. And why we're so adamant on helping and why we're so adamant on why everything will be okay. What causes mental health issues? What causes illnesses and disorders? That's and, what we're getting into today. And what caused us to have these? And just as the cherry on top, we might talk about how to avoid them or try to avoid them. Or we might not and um, just leave you with that. Point is, you gotta watch or listen actually. You gotta listen. <laughs> The next, the next episode, don't worry, the next episode's coping, you're fine. Point is, they had to wait like two or three days. <laughs> we don't have to have that much time. It's time to begin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a very serious episode. Kind of like last uh, episode. Except so all of these episodes should be serious. Yeah, all but we keep this one come with a, This one might come with a little bit more of a trigger warning than others just because this is talking about personal experiences and uh, certain issues. Be, be warned, be warned. This may trigger a lot of... Um, Unhappy memories. We call it the emotions. Emotions. Emotions, yeah. with, emotions with you all and emotions with us. Mm -hmm. Specifically, if we're talking about maybe um, there will be, I know for a fact, um, involving some ideas with uh, sexual assault um, ideas with her sexual assault harassment. Um, if you are sensitive to specifically those, um, as we have spoken about self-harm and uh, suicidal thoughts and actions in the past, this one's a little bit newer. So if yeah. anyone's sensitive, they, they should definitely back off from this episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, with all, every single warning out of the way. Let's begin. Let's get started. Okay. The first person who will start um, with their causes will be me. I'm the one that talks the most. It's only fitting. Mm -hmm. Stinky um, loud boy. I wasn't always this loud. You see, I was used as a tool. Let's not get it twisted. I was used as a legitimate tool. I was taught to be a sissy boy. I was taught to be um, useless, essentially. I was taught to be lower than everybody else. I was a tool to everyone in my family. The only person who wasn't was my father. I was used by my mother a lot. She did a lot of emotional manipulation, mental manipulation, and a lot of a lot of abuse towards every single category, except sexual. That honor goes to my brother. You see, for about three three years of when I started actually making memories, five, six, seven, um, I was. Uh, it was 
Well, as many women can tell you, horrible. Utterly awful. Um, this... It's, 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 it's a hard thing to get over. Um, and I would, I would, I would think as a woman, it'd be even harder. As George taught that you're supposed to be sacred, that you're supposed to be, um, selective and picky, and you're supposed to pick the one person who will fit you perfectly. When that all gets violated so, so early on, what more do you have? Um, to the to these issues, many turn to um, textual-based coping mechanisms. I be, be addicted to porn. Nobody laughing. Great. I used to be addicted to porn. The pornography. It was really bad. Um, not to mention, I used to be. Uh, addicted to getting to, to getting in my own head, to beating myself up to a bloody pulp. Um, not to mention um, being used by others was another one of my addictions. If I if I wasn't if throughout the whole day I didn't interact to anyone and tried to at least quote unquote help them, I'd feel like shit. I feel like utter. Crap. You can touch it. Good. I feel like utter garbage. Um. It, it's a lot to deal with these sort of things. Um. Throughout the rest of my life, I, I had these, the, this like buried deep inside of me. Um. Mo- just like it's no, but seriously. Um, I had these things deep inside of me um, I didn't let a soul know about it I didn't even let myself know about it I lied to myself constantly but it didn't happen and maybe it was just a dream this and then the other um, I wouldn't I, did, I didn't know how to deal with it I just didn't it weighed on me so much so, so bad that uh, those memories caused me to have a lot of Got into a lot of a lot of things. Anxiety. Um, mainly just a, a big portion just went to anxiety. Um, at this time, I can't remember anything else that was that was really developed during that time. My anxiety. My anxiety helped me beat me myself up, which just, which just went into um, self-deprecation, um, which that led to depression, that led to, and that led to thoughts of suicide. It's, it's a lot. That's not that's not even that's not even counting the things that my mother did. That's not even counting the things that my entire family would do. I never really thought I had anything when I was growing up. I thought that everything I had and everything that I was was just to be used as a tool and as a way for others to benefit off of me. I would, as I was raised, I was never supposed to be the best out of my family. I was supposed to be the one in the dirt, um, picking up their bed crumbs and helping them. 
and they were never with my family in the first place. Bad coping mechanisms never help. The ones that give you a quick fix are the worst ones. Are always the worst ones. Well, yes, to get. Well, yes, a lot of times they. You can make the argument that they get you into the place to tackle the issue and to help with the issue. It can get. It can get really bad, it, and those things always lead to addiction. More m most likely than not. It's. It's hard. Definitely, it's hard. Um, I'm gonna relinquish this torch to somebody else. Um, um huh? I guess I can go. Yeah, as a fun guest. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, one of the things that fueled my mental illness in, in those really rough times of my life, uh, I was sexually harassed for about quarter of the year by a student who sat next to me. Obviously, I can't say his name, um, but having that and feeling as if my right to myself, my right to my body, my right to my thoughts, my right to wanting something was taken away from me uh, is certainly something I feel. Um, I mean, Brian and I, uh, we're very close, so we, we talk about these things extensively. And both of us agree that, yeah, no, it's it's one of the worst things to when you don't know who you are as a person, and it's not, it's, it's, a, and it's a result of someone else taking advantage of you. That is something I definitely feel for and I definitely understand. Um, it's true, bad coping mechanisms will never help. I mean, I mentioned it in the last one. Uh, I did it through self-harm mainly. Um, I'd often work through things to the point where uh, I essentially destroyed the area where I was cut, where I would um, cut myself, and I would bleed until I passed out. And that is not okay. It's, it's definitely, I'm not going to say it's, where mental illness starts but it is definitely a place where mental illness is fueled and where mental illness it is essentially a catalyst for mental illness um, due to the fact that you are only so vulnerable in such a state definitely based on the way I've seen it um, mental illness I think we can all agree uh, comes oftentimes from genetics um, and just people producing different amounts of things like dopamine, serotonin, that sort of thing. Um, some people produce different levels and therefore that's how you can get mental illness. Um, sometimes it's through experience. Uh, you see this constantly with, uh, I think the, the biggest example is uh, veterans and PTSD. Um, it normally comes from some form of either genetics, trauma, or a combination thereof. Many people experience it when they're young, and oftentimes this trauma is uh, the result of being different or maybe having difficult circumstances. Those kinds of things will always fuel mental illness, and I think it's 
really difficult to sort of I think that's why mental illness is so difficult to fix because sometimes it's innate you know people are afraid of uh, taking um, medication for it because many people don't recognize it as an illness when there are physical effects to it um, people are afraid of that because you know touching a body you know phys- physical pain is a lot more it's a lot more concrete for people to understand but and it's also temporary most of the time with psychological pain it's not really something you, you can really fix because it's all in your head but it's not <laughs> it's extremely sensitive and the origins of it just make it so hard to deal with and I get it it's got its pain talked to um, Jackie about something like this earlier, well, this topic specifically, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it on this podcast or not, but I think I will to let it out. Um, That's good. So, it was actually kind of recent. It was um, 2020 November. I, uh, started talking to this guy and um he was wanting to uh link up you know like get together and he was asking me like if we would do anything and at first I was like okay sure whatever and um we were getting up to that point and I got scared and I decided I didn't want to do it anymore but um he convinced me that I was okay and I, it was safe and um, that, you know, he kind of manipulated me into giving it up and letting him. And um, after that, I did it with him again and it kind of made me feel like I had to do sexual things with partners like I had to just go through with it and that would make them like love me but uh, I realized it's not true that I don't have to do that anymore and I'm okay it's really hard to speak about it. I mean, for me, for my harassment, uh, it, it took me, it's only really now where I can say that I was sexually harassed. And the same thing goes with Brian. It's only been, uh, been what, like the last two months? Yeah, it's been about like two months ago. We can fully acknowledge it. Yeah, um, it's, it's a lot to deal with, so we get it. You guys are strong for talking about that. Talking about it is always, like, the gateway to getting help to 
make make it feel better, you know? Yay. The fact that uh, they're sharing it right now on a podcast that hopefully will be heard by millions of people who also have probably gone through similar things and also want to, like, know that they're not alone. It's a huge step for, like, everyone to just be, be better, you know? It's, it's a massive step. And um, to listen to a podcast, to listen to a podcast and try to use that to help yourself um, is... You gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give yourself tops for, um, for at least props for, for, for at least trying to help yourself to, for at least using your time effectively, so that you can genuinely help yourself. You That's know? why we're here. Yep. Remember, even though we're unlicensed, we're your personal therapist. <laughs> we're not here to. Um, we're not here to judge. We're not here to stare at you weirdly. We're just here to talk to you. Just as just as I, just as I would uh, would have been alienated for being raped by a man and being called less of a man for it, here that doesn't matter. Just as you can be um, alienated and called an object, both of you, it's okay. It's okay. Things will get better. No. Anyone else? Um, well, you want to? Um, I apologize in advance if I cry. Um, emotions. Um, growing up, growing up, um, I didn't. You know, I had a roof over my head and everything, but there was a lot of family issues. Oh no! Yeah. That affected me really bad. Yeah. And ever since I was little, I was like taught to lie about certain things that I didn't feel comfortable about. It's it's okay. No, no, it's it's okay. I'm sorry. You're no, no, you're you're, you're okay. You're strong. You're strong. You're strong. Don't apologize for me. Yeah. And growing up, I just felt like I was doing things wrong, and I knew that it wasn't right. That I was, you know, being taught to lie about the things that I was taught to lie about. And, you know, it it just went really bad. And it just got into my head and it, I made myself like, you know, the bad person and that I should know better and I shouldn't be doing this. And, um, at one point, I ended up self-harming, uh, and I, I, God, sorry. No, um, it's okay. You don't don't apologize for anything right now. I tried, I tried to go to friends for help, but they didn't. When they saw it, they just said I was fine. They're just scratches. But it didn't feel like that. And um, that went on for a while. And I luckily stopped. And I told myself that like I shouldn't do it, it's gonna be fine. But really, what really hurt was that 
no, I was taught that my friends would be there for me. And the fact that they told me that what I was doing was, it was fine. Like, they're just scratches. There's nothing wrong with it. That's disgusting. And, yeah. And I even had times where even I thought to myself, I didn't cut deep enough for it to be considered self-harm. And I'm still trying to, you know, tell myself, like, hey, it's not, like, you did go through that. And um, it just, it really hurts that I went through that. Um, but, you know, I've had a friend recently that's really helped me through a lot of this. And I'm really, really thankful for them. Like, even if we're not in the same time zone or same this, they always try their best to be there no matter what. And I'm genuinely, genuinely thankful for that. Um, and they see the amount of, like, emotional abuse I go through um, and I I feel like um, you know sometimes I tell myself like you know there's other people going you know worse things than me like I shouldn't be feeling like this um, but you know I'm trying my best like to you know tell myself hey what you're going through I shouldn't validate what I'm going through and um, one of the reasons, you know, I'm, people say like, I'm like their mom to them <laughs> because I love to take care of them. I love to, you know, if they need something, I'm there for them. Um, and it's just because growing up, I wish, you know, I had that figure. I, I wish I had, because I did have a mom, you know, I did have a dad, but it didn't really feel like it. And you know, I know that my parents, you know, they do love me, but I don't think they know um, that what they made me go through and my siblings, because I know that my siblings went through so much, especially when they were little. Um, it just, it just really hurts to even think about it. Um, sorry. Um, I just. Um, I just want to be that figure to somebody else because I know that, you know, some of my friends, they don't have good relationships with their parents either. And I just try to treat them like, I know that I'm 15, but I try to treat them as like they were mine. Like as if they were my own daughter, they're my own son, my own whatever, you know, whatever they want to be, my own, you know, thing. Um, and, um. I uh, recently like close to you know relapsing back to self harm, and I'm trying my best not to. Um, but you know it's it's getting close. Uh, but every time it gets really really close, and you know I I'm like right there about to do it. Like I get flashbacks of my friends like that I have now and. I know that they they wouldn't want that for me. Um, and I just like stop myself. And sometimes I I pretty much almost went through it. Until uh, like that last second, right when I was about to do it, I just I dropped it. I dropped everything. 
and I was just like, no, stop it. You can't, you can't do it again. You just, you can't, you can't go back. And I, I generally do want to go see someone for help, but I'm really scared. Uh. Like really, really, really scared. Um, especially because my parents are not that great when it comes to mental health. Um, so I don't know how their reactions would be when when they find out, you know, all of this um, and how I feel. Uh, you know, in sixth grade, I was supposed to go to like this counselor because they found out something about me, but it, I ended up not going for like this specific reason. Um, but now, like. I, I really do want help, like, really bad, because it feels like I'm not even gonna make it to my 20s at this point, <laughs> and it's sad to say that, but, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try my best, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we're here. It's okay. That's okay to cry. Yeah, we're, we're, it's okay. It's okay. No, we all can. Your emotions are valid. And I think that a big part of why you guys made this podcast is that we want to help the same way you do with being there, being that someone that we needed growing up, being that someone we needed, even if it is through a screen, even if it is through just some random audio file, just some kids talking in the studio somewhere randomly. To all those people listening, that we care. Someone cares. And if that is the thing that gets you through the next day, that is enough. Because you are enough. And you deserve to live another day. You deserve to go on. You deserve to be a person. You deserve to have nice things. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live without fearing that, hey, maybe I won't make it past my 20s. I was the same way. I didn't think I was going to make it past 13. I had a plan. I almost didn't. Uh, I mean, I, I, I had a plan at 20s just to, you know, but it's, 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 that's, that's wrong. That's horrible. And, um, just, just know that's a disservice to yourself. You as a person. You are worth so much more. When, when someone goes through this, through these issues, again, most likely than not, you are more you are more than what you worth yourself, and you are more than what others worth you. More likely than not, you see it with me, you see it with Aaron, you see it with Michaela, you see it with Jackie. Extremely caring people. Well, except me. Extremely caring people. Yeah, if I'm not nice. <laughs> extremely caring people who want to help who who have gone through that and who have gone through the the issues that everyone has said that that have have gone through the issues that everyone everyone um going through that what I'm trying to say here the point is we're here to help no matter what we understand how how it is. We understand how it goes. I mean, how? Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. That entire story. <laughs> um, that 
Totally. Um, I've never talked, well, I haven't fully talked to someone about this, like, in me saying this on a podcast. No, no, I, no, no, I fully understand. <laughs> well, we're honored to be <laughs> yeah. the first few to hear. <laughs> Extremely honored. I mean, hell, you just, that, that story, can, baby, you can connect that to both of us, can you? Yeah. <laughs> and plus, we are your I have personal reason. therapist. We can be yeah. therapists to each other. Hey. I mean, what I went through really affected. Like, now, when people yell at me, like, I get really, really scared. No, Last no. time, as Iwagu accidentally, she was playfully yelling at me. So, like, I started crying. Yeah. Because no. Oh, no, I, I extremely get it. She, she, she did it today to me. Mm-hmm. And I just got anxious as hell. Yeah. Um, point is, we're here to help. And if and if others would like to speak out, if others would like to speak out at this time, would you would you like to? Would you like to share? Um, I don't really have any stories that are like that serious because I'm not really sure if I have a because I've just I've never really had to like. I've never really had to like really think about whether or not I have depression or anything until like kind of recently when I'm like I've, I've like started to think you know I've, I've been feeling kind of sad lately I should like google these I should start googling like some questions or thoughts that I have and like a bunch of times the first google uh, thing that appears is a national helpline and I'm just sitting here like Oh, uh, do I have it, or am I developing it, or am I no. just going through a phase? And I think you should, if you're thinking the same way I am, you should definitely get it checked out. You should definitely talk to someone, like, and tell someone that, like, maybe you think that you could have that. Uh, but mostly just, if you don't want to tell, like, an adult or, like, a therapist for some reason or like just don't want to talk to a therapist because you feel like that's gonna make you like different than like normal like while everyone else is in class you're talking to a therapist and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's unfair because everyone else is doing work and being a part of class meanwhile I would I would be just sitting there talking about something that probably doesn't even mean anything because I'm not sure but I just think that I'm I just kind of get sad a bit because I I relate to people a lot like I've I've noticed that like whenever someone else is happy around me then I'm also happy because they're happy and if someone is mad around me then I'm also mad and like if someone is sad then I'm also sad which is kind of why my voice is kind of shaky right now because after hearing all of these stories I'm like oh my gosh bro how how do you live with this you're, you're so amazing for actually like speaking out about this. You live like this? No, yes. not like that. Not like that. It's more like, bro, you've been carrying this baggage. How strong are you? Sort of like, sort of more like that. Like, I don't mean it in a bad way, but like, like, damn. Damn. And that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> Your emotions are valid. Yeah. There are a lot of people out here who, you know, when they like question it, like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. If you're questioning, just go with your gut. If you feel a certain way, go with your gut, man. 
Yeah, he's shaking his head. Um, but, you know, go with your gut. It's a lot, and it's something that no one deserves to go through if you do. And if you don't, uh, you're lucky, <laughs> first of all. Uh, Especially because you're, you know, you're, you know, <laughs> uh, If you don't, you're lucky. Um, also, if you don't, have compassion. I feel that one of the main issues today um, is not a lot of people have a lot of compassion. And we talked about this previously, um, but I think it's worth noting right now, talking about our past experiences, there will probably be criticism if people, if many people, if a large enough group of people hear it. And to that I say, Why must you be so willfully ignorant? I'd rather be kind any day than be smart. And that is a value I hold high. And it's important. Because they are humans. We are humans. Everyone loves that big, dumb, nice idiot. Anyways. Um, but, anyways. Andrew. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone for sharing. It really has been insightful because if I'm being honest with you, I have had such a blessed childhood. I had parents that loved me. I had family that was always there for me. And I love that I've gotten to, you know, come to this podcast because it really has opened my eyes. I've just been so blessed in life and I just, you know, never really noticed it. So getting to come here, getting to see what y'all are going on and y'all are just so awesome and brave for sharing these things and Acknowledging it and you know that's exactly not just hiding it, putting it past yourself, not pretending it didn't. That is such a better way to put it than like, wow, you've lived with this. That is such. (laughs) You live like this. (laughs) I'm so sorry for my entire section of the of the podcast. Just what what Andrew said is. That's what you're trying to say. What he yeah, said. That's, that's what I was trying to say. I do not have the intellect that Andrew has. You're fine. <laughs> you're, you're smart. You're, you're, you're smart. Fine. Yeah. You're smart. You guys are sweeties. <laughs> I'm just so happy that I got to come here and just hear what you guys had to say. And it really has, like, it has allowed me to, you know, see what happens outside of me. Because I've, you know, in the past, I've been kind of self-centered, been worried about, oh, I'm number one, I'm this, I'm that. But I've been closed-minded. I haven't been open. I haven't got to see what others go through. And I've been closed in my own little world at home with my parents, with my sister, with my grandma. Just kind of doing whatever I want, being happy, whatever. But I have not acknowledged that there are people out there who don't have the life that I have. And I'm glad that I'm here and I can finally see, acknowledge that. And and forward, I wish to help others. I wish to share what I have. And I wish to overall make the better place. So, no baggage whatsoever. You lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Lucky. Shrek. My God. Like, I just think, thinking, like, oh, you know, oh no, I didn't get the color of ice cream I wanted. Oh, so I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But, like, people have it. Like, oh my gosh. I feel like I can add a little bit more, but it's. I've blocked out most of my childhood because of my mom. <gasps> she yes. 
after my dad died, which he died when I was really young, I don't remember him very well. I have like one really blurry memory of him. But um, growing up with my mom, I never really talked to her other than her yelling at me and emotionally manipulating me and my brother to think I was a bad guy when I was four. Uh, most of the time throughout my life, she would be sitting on the couch watching TV, ignoring me, and smoking a cigarette. And, but when she wasn't, she would be weird. You know, she never cooked dinner for me. She never cooked a meal for me when I was little. My brother had to take care of me. And, um, she wonders why I have, like, things against her, but I love her. She's my mom, but... She's, uh, uh, we, nah, nah. yeah, and then um, with my brother, he's given me this idolization of suicide and depression because he's talked about it almost my whole life, and he's almost threatened me he would kill himself if I did something wrong in school, all that, and Sweet. he's recently gotten things he's gotten better as I've mentioned in the first episode I believe he he got help so he hasn't been talking about that and he's even mentioned to me that he regrets being that way so he can be talking about those things and giving me those that type of thinking you know <sighs> no of course no m- mom m- mommy issues <laughs> yeah mommy <laughs> issues <laughs> And then also, don't forget her. Don't forget her. Yeah, mommy issues. The fact that I haven't grown up with a father figure that adds on to it. I, I almost treat my brother as my father figure, and I just said what he's talked to me about, and it's been weird. I cry whenever I see a happy family with like a daughter and father moment. I'm like. Oh, to be you. Yeah. Oh, to be you. No, no, we completely get it. Um, honestly, uh, I, me growing up wasn't really me growing up. Me growing up was not my father raising me. It wasn't my mother raising me. It wasn't anybody raising me. I raised myself. It's a, it'd be a complete disservice to myself to say that my mom or my dad did something for me. They didn't. My dad had to work a lot. That's completely understandable. My mother hated my brother. She hated me. It's, it's obvious that, uh, on how she raised me. She tried to raise me like a tool, and I raised myself to be something more than that. And well, yes, me raising myself brought a lot of issues. Well, yes, me raising myself made me a bit, a bit more idiotic. A bit more idiotic. <laughs> it, it's still better than being raised by two who don't understand the world. Yes, familial issues are a lot. And yes, they cause so much. You feel hopeless for most of your life and you don't know what to do about it since you don't have a support system. But it's gonna get better. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about my brother because he's the one who raised me. He's tried to protect me from everything and 
he's tried to teach me like how to deal with my mother and how to live with her because he he's um 10 years older than me he's gone through it all he's gone through worse in fact she used to drink with him when well, not with him but like when he was little he she used to drink and it was way worse for him so um he's he he's taught me everything and i gotta credit him for that but um yes um it's it, it's a lot it's it's a lot to not to not be raised with a good family um I mean, we see we see it with the four of us. We've gone through so much, and because we don't have a backup support system, those loving and caring people that we see all the time, it, I guess, hard. It's so hard. But we still made it through. Mm-hmm. We still. We still chucked on. We still chucked on. And we still are better than before. I'm sorry. There's there's a human. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) point is, we're we're still we're still here, and we're greater than before. Your listeners, you all are still here, and the fact that you clicked on this. And the fact that you're still listening, it's not because of us. No, no, no okay, okay. It, it might be a little bit because of, no. <laughs> it's not because of us. We just hope to be of help. You're better than before. You will get through this. Like Things will get better. We are representations of that. Mm-hmm. Said it before and I'll say it again because I really like this quote. Where there is shadow, there must also be light. As I said before, Lego Ninjago. Very good theory. I love Lego Ninjago. Anyways, any, 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 any more things to say? Um, I kind of no. I think I said enough. I think I mean my my head literally hurts right now. Listening to all these stories, like I said before, uh, I don't really like relate to some of them, and I feel like, like. Like Andrew said, I'm not going to try to like say what I said again. But uh, another thing, I always sort of felt that like maybe I'm like being selfish. Because there are people in like such, like in a way worse place. And meanwhile, I'm in a better one. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel kind of like, like I've sort of pampered, I guess. But like, but uh. You know, there are people that are like in a way worse spot, and I sort of feel like maybe like I don't really like I shouldn't like be this glad that I'm better. Sort of, I I don't really know how to say it. I just sort of feel like you feel. I get what you feel. You don't. Yeah. You feel like I should. Yeah, like awful for like just being born in like a better situation no yeah no i i completely get it i was the exact same way which is why i didn't get help for a lot of for a lot of my life um that's just and that's all right yeah of course that's just that's that's completely okay actually that's even more than okay that's just empathy i also sort of felt like i had to be the best in classes and stuff like 
I remember one time that a teacher like lowered. Do you guys remember like having stickers? <laughs> like you, I got a green one, a yellow one, and a red one, or an orange one, or like whichever. Uh, I remember one time I got lowered from a green to a yellow, and I cried <laughs> for the rest of the day. Aww, and it wasn't, it wasn't even for anything that bad. It was like because I like I I wasn't like quiet enough or something because I was talking too much with my friends or something, and they lowered it from like a green to a yellow, like not all the way to red. I'm pretty sure they also had like orange or blue or like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't just like it wasn't green, yellow, red like a stop sign. It was like way more. Probably like five, like and I was lowered. Traffic light. A traffic light. Ah, I, I cannot speak when I'm like, venting. I remember uh. that, and um, but for me, what I did, we had to stand in a line, and right next behind us was the like restroom, and I I fell, I fell back into the boys' restroom, and they made me go from green to red. Oh. What? <laughs> what? Oh, nice. No, I remember oh. those. Papa? <laughs> <laughs> we used to have like this chart and it's like, okay, you start on ready to learn, then there's like good, oh, then yeah, it's yeah. like star yeah. student. Yeah. So I was on ready I, to learn. I always strive for the star, uh -huh. which, I, which is sort of like a thing that I've sort of tried to keep up with. Like I've always, like in elementary school, I was always the kid that would try to go above and beyond, like trying to, like standing on top of the Empire State Building and reaching for the flipping, like, like stars kind of kid <laughs> of course but then also uh it, but i also wasn't like a total jerk i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm not like i wasn't that kind of kid that just like <laughs> like oh, hey, you weren't? You help me with homework uh no i i'm busy with mine i would always like help others oh, so oh. just remember try to help others true please um, that's a lesson well i think we've gone a little too far in our rambling yeah yeah, yeah we think. have been I if you're still listening if wow. you're still listening, wow, you are a champ. Just welcome, welcome to the welcome to the other side of the world, where um, um, essentially one, two, three, four, five, six high schoolers try to school you on being a high schooler. Freshmen. Freshmen. Freshmen well, and one well, sophomore. One's a sophomore. <laughs> Freshman one's and a one sophomore. sophomore. Yeah. But but try to teach you how to live your life. Yes. Not really. Feel mad. Feel mad. Yes. Mad. <laughs> no, mad. Not really. Point is. We thank you for listening. Thank you. Really thank you. And we, make, we need to make sure that you know you're not alone throughout anything. We're all and that you'll be okay. This show is and you possible are thanks to Literally viewers are. like you. Thank you. PBS kids. Anyways. PBS kids right there, man. My childhood. Welcome. Welcome to the other side of the world. All right, well. Um, this has been enlightening as a podcast yeah. for all of us. Can't wait for the teacher to hear this. Papa. Yeah, like Mr. Rodriguez like, why are y'all so late? I know. Actually, yeah. she literally okay. saw me crying. Uh, okay, you know what? And she was pointing at her. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up right now. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Right now. Right now. Right now. Come here, pop up. Come here, pop up. I'm not really a hugging person. Okay. Virtual hug. Come here. Come here. All our listeners, we are giving you a hug right now. Come here. All of our listeners, we're giving you a hug right now. There you go. We're just giving you a hug right now. The point is, Holy cow. we all popped up. <laughs> Just like, seriously. We all got a victory royale seriously. in our own ways. I really cried well, a lot. Yeah, me too. Y'all heard me Thank cry. you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Even though this is school. Good night. Good morning. Good day. Good afternoon. Good, day, good, afternoon. good day. Wherever you are. Good Thank luck. you for Have listening. Have a good one.
This has been your Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Tune in next Love time. You.